people get hung up on that one too. They ask me all the time, what are you certain about? I said, I, you know, what I'm certain about is that I'm absolutely clear. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't depend on my mental certainty. But there is such a thing as athletic certainty that my bones are speaking to me and the weight of my body is speaking to me. And it is in an alignment with that truth that I say that I am certain. everyone and welcome to the Vertical Time Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Lomi Tools for Healing. Across the pond, I meet Kahuna Harry Ohana Jim to discuss concepts of the Hawaiian world that help us align if only for a split second with vertical time. Or to be honest, I just hang out with Harry while he blows up my mind. Welcome back to the Vertical Time Podcast. I'm Lucia and this episode is on the halal. What are the halal? I still find this difficult to define. It's a term, it's a Hawaiian term that comes up a lot in Harry's classes and teachings and in the book. And we generally, or I, I mean, I generally associate it with help, with this platform, with this body of knowledge. Um even with my ancestors, perhaps, with everything that is known, a place where everything is known. But we are here to dive more into the actual meaning of the halal. And we'll do that by going through the so-called four declarations of the halal. These four declarations are described in Harry's book, which we've mentioned a couple of times times before on this podcast. But don't worry if you haven't read it or if you haven't gotten it, um, if you don't have it at hand, because we're actually going to go through each one of these four declarations individually and we're going to explain each of them and we're going to pick and poke at the language of them. So yeah, it's a very special episode in that sense because we have the chance or I had the chance to ask Harry directly about these very hard to understand sentences sometimes or dense sentences sometimes because they just contain so so much and so much that feels relevant and important and big so yeah with the help of Harry we're gonna look at them and simplify them a little bit and uh yeah I hope you find this as helpful as I did uh when I first had this talk with Harry and uh hope you enjoy this episode So the first one is my presence in the halal is a sacred manifestation from me to myself to shower gratitude, growth and bliss to my whole being and through me to the receiver. That is such a chunk of language. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. And then it uses this concept, I declare. Mm -hmm. Right? So what is a declaration? A declaration changes in eras. The United States had a declaration of independence, a statement moving forward. This declaration is a definition of the platform from which Lomi generates itself. Mm -hmm. So when I created the language, it was because when when you stand in front of a halal, a group of people, halal is a school of comfort zone for people. Halal means uh, comfort zone for learning. It's a school. And in the old days, the school was a circle of people, maybe seven to 12, sitting in a circle, dialoguing. Okay. And they enter the halal with a particular kind of energy. Because this kind of energy is on the principle of the school, which is grace receiving gratitude. Even before the declarations, we're going to talk about the symbol. And the symbol says, when there is grace, there is a natural communication between grace as an energy and gratitude as an energy. It creates flow that we acknowledge that grace is the unmerited favor of the divine onto us. Let's make that. We didn't deserve it. We just (laughs) got it anyway. It's unmerited. Mm -hmm. That's what grace is. And when we receive grace, we naturally want to say thank you or return gratitude. So when we enter the halal, what are you going to use to create this platform? Because there's nothing there. But there is. When thoughts fill, energy follows. So the first thing to recognize is, I can declare this platform, this comfort zone for healing. And I do that by remembering that when I receive grace and I give gratitude, I generate healing. Grace receiving gratitude. That's the halal's theme. Now we get into the first declaration. Try to read it again, please. My presence in the halal is a sacred manifestation from me to myself to shower gratitude, growth, and bliss to my whole being and through me to the receiver. It strikes me that, I don't know why, but it strikes me that it says, from me to myself to shower gratitude, growth, and bliss to my whole being. It strikes me because there isn't anything about needing to help the other person. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. But you are experiencing this possibility that the me giving it to myself is that person inside of you coming into alignment with the you that you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it really is a call to um, animate nurture these are actually verbs and verbs have flow of energy so we've used verbiage or language that says I'm utilizing the 
context of grace, gratitude, and the third one is my attention to receive bliss, that peak experience, so that I'm nurtured and I give that nurture to myself so that I can present the platform. In other words, often people will dodge confidence. This confidence is the critical piece of a healer. I'm not asking you to dodge it. I'm asking you to receive it in the form of grace and pass it on. And to trigger, to uh, catalyze grace is to express gratitude. <laughs> As you cycle through this levitation, it's literally a levitation, you open that platform of higher frequency, having a grounding in the presence of your request to heal, (laughs) (laughs) to go beyond that capacity to just procedurally or by protocol perform uh, exercises and activity that supports the body, you're actually asking the life force of that person to receive the grace that is belonging to themselves by reflecting that. You're willing to stand in your grace and and reflect that you're grateful for it. It isn't about going anywhere. It's about being exactly where you are in the bottom of your breath and sharing that truth with the person you're helping. And when that comes to play, you've already been successful. Yeah. Now's the details of being present. that it's about establishing that platform is this something that is always so abstract or is there a way for uh, for each of us to connect to it is it important who they are it is the most critical part of the lesson to appreciate that the platform is created by what i tell you and what you tell you and it is individually identified as your authentic service that's your platform this has a structure Mm-hmm. but it's still your exact, it doesn't come from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how does that quantify? It's because you're asking the grace of you, the divine grace to be present with you. That's all yours. You see, it's fascinating to appreciate that your personality is truly the face of your soul, that your being has manufactured a mechanism in your presence that reflects 
your soul's grace. When you get there, then you start to realize, I need this when I'm healing people. <laughs> and it's the time to use it, which is your connectability, your vertical time, your hook into the self. That self that, you know, this is a fascinating point where you start to realize that lots of people talk about what they believe. But what you actually know, there's no language. You can't talk about it. <laughs> and I'm challenging you to. I'm challenging you to look at how you can canalize a healing platform by asking yourself to receive the nurture it takes to levitate that frequency to gratitude. So that's only in the first phrase of the first part <laughs> of the sentence. But it gets easier because we are trying to condense, actually, the creation story of the Hawaiian people. Right. You ah. mean the story between Ku and Hina? Or the story and motive of Ku and Hina to tell the world that everybody except you is in heaven and that in your full breath, Heaven comes to visit you as you raise your vibration. And all healing comes into that truth. That you become engaged here with your heartbeat. Quite a powerful truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the second one says, I focus to enter into and to sustain my temple for Lomi Lomi in the Pu'u way, the sacred space of the heart. From the heart and through the heart, the essence of my light, my Uhana supports, guides, and graces my touch. Pu'u vai is heart. Pu'u vai. Pu'u is... Um... In the language, an expression of a um, depression. When you're walking on a road and there's a pu'u, it goes where the well is. That's where the water comes Where the water comes up. Where the well comes up. Sometimes pu'u, okay. pu'u mana is the, the energy comes out. But right. pu'u vai is where the, the water comes out. Vai mm. is water. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So I focus and enter the sacredness of, of the halal as I enter into my own heart. And when we say that, what we're trying to do is get you to appreciate that when you're following your heart, it is by this understanding you're following your heart. So I need you to do with me now. Just take your finger. Yeah. And think of the tip of your finger as a light beam. And now with a thought, you can shoot that light beat to the moon and then to Mars and then to Pluto and then to the galaxy and then to the next galaxy. And you can never stop. The infinity of the universe can be pointed outward. Yes. Forever. 
Now take a breath with me. This is the pu'uvai to the Hawaiian. Point inward to the center of your chest. And you will feel that the permanence and forever is this light seeking the center of your heart. Because it keeps growing and expanding with all of eternity, always. This is the human experience to discover their own heart. So that when you open to the temple, you're receiving what this heart has to offer. So the first statement is to get you to the platform of appreciation. The second statement is to get you to appreciate that from your heart comes the actual essence of love. And as you give it spectrum on your portrait, full presence. You unleash the greatest motive you have is to discover love. Because with that content, you can go anywhere in any universe or in any galaxy and affect positive change. This is the training ground. We Hawaiians still get that. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> is not so much, I think. Yeah, because we're, we're not committed to other people's goals. We're just really trying to like, hold in on what our common goal is. And it's a, it's a thing you get from the uh, equator. You're thinking in terms of divine as beneficial and not responsive or reactive or oppressive. When, right. when your divine constantly gives you everything you need, you keep creating a relationship with what gives you everything you need. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the possibility in the lifestyle of a Lomi Lomi practitioner is to be so generous with its exposure to discovery that in return, grace constantly flows in its intention. So what does that mean? Everybody feels good. People get better. Simple. And they feel so good, they have no words for it. Matter of fact, our favorite prayer now is this. I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Here we go. That we are ready to risk from non-exhaustion. Back to the second declaration. Would you like to repeat that so we can pull that into presence? I focus to enter into and sustain my temple for Lomi Lomi in the Pu'uvai, the sacred space of the heart. From the heart and through the heart, the essence of my light, my Ohana, supports, guides, and graces my touch. Ohani, that is the soul. From my heart comes through my heart to my hands, my soul's expression on this dimension. And that is love. Well, it needs to be love, right? It is the most nurturing energy we humans can give each other. The primary directive of all humans is convert negative energy into positive energy. And what I'm showing you is the heart way, because there is a mental way and there's an athletic way. Mm -hmm. There's a commitment way, but this is the one to give to each other this confidence of authority that we get to convert negative into positive. Huge, simple.
is Ohana a word for an, another word for the highest self? Mm-hmm. Let me explain it in the simplest way. This might blow your mind how simple this can be. Do you have a mirror in front of you? Matter of fact, you do. That camera looking at you, I'm looking at my mirror. That camera pictures me, right? Mm-hmm. I suggest it. You see that guy in that camera? He's future me. I'm here. That camera is only a millisecond behind me in time. Okay? But it's the, it represents the future of me, meaning we are always doing what we're doing so that the future person can do what they're doing. Now, that statement is to get you to say this to yourself when you're working with people. And I want to say it in English. Say it with me. I got your back. I got your back. You see that picture in the that you're converting into a symbol? That person in that picture has gotten your back so many times. It is you. You're never alone. The past you and the future you are always keeping you in the present you. You are of the past and you are of the future. But they're all focusing on moving us forward. (laughs) At all times. And so when you call in this kind of... uh, human superpowers to go and touch someone with the power to help them witness their healing, not to actually give them their super attention. No, that's the old style. That's like dollar for time. You're not doing that. We're opening all possibility and all I have to do is be with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that in the absolute bliss of the sacred presence of our souls. And it's so strong that, you know, within that whole treatment, an hour, that engagement may be one millisecond of a 30th of a second, but it doesn't matter because the rest of it will be entertainment compared to the divine presence of your own soul. So even if I work with you for the whole hour and we just get that one second, it will change all time in this dimension. Because that's the moment that you will say to yourself, oh, yeah, I know. And don't ask me what I know. Because it came down so truthfully with so much love that it barely fits in the box I live in. (laughs) So we'll distract from it as I do my therapy or help. But we will get to that lonely moment where, um, you know, it's 99% entertainment, 1% the divine. (laughs) And that's the spiritual power of attention by granting yourself levitation. I shower myself with gratitude, bliss. Mm-hmm. And that will levitate you to the frequency of receiving for your receiver. So this connection between past you or present you and future you is ohana the sort of ohani yes okay and in a hawaiian platform the the soul the center 
All things come from and through that experience. We believe the understanding is that the heartbeat does not have an ending in the universe. It starts and it just continues. And that's the comprehensible appreciation of the human experience in this bubble. So actually, it never goes back. It just expands or it just... It's expanding with the size of the universe because it is expanding the capacity of the universe. What we do, right, with our choices can actually convert negative energy into positive energy through time. Because time is a singular dimension. It requires space and time. But that dimension is where we Mm. humans live can permanently change into our consciousness, from our consciousness. That's what we're practicing. The third one says, I commit the energy of certainty to the abundance and perfection of my intuition as I am radiant in the light of aloha. People get hung up on that one too. They ask me all the time, what are you certain about? You know, what I'm certain about is that I'm absolutely clear. I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't depend on my mental certainty. But there is such a thing as athletic certainty that my bones are speaking to me and the weight of my body is speaking to me. And it is in alignment with that truth that I say that I am certain that I'm at the right place at the right time doing the right thing for the right person this first time. And why is that? Because I feel the graceful touch of intention. And I'm willing to extend that vulnerably. I will be vulnerable because I'm certain that I'm not alone. So I celebrate the abundance of certainty and I do so in that declaration. And perfection of my intuition is this Something we need to be certain about too. It becomes um, absolute perfection. As you have no context of judgment. Right. In other words, as long as you can incapacitate yourself to zoom out into observation. It'll be perfect. (laughs) it's a very critical thing to understand that the soul of you the card of you is always in the perspective of a vast understanding and the human of you 
is always in the reverse cone focused outcome. Right. The balance of the two is the love your soul is pouring out as generosity, which affects molecules and forces them to consider a change. So it's not a balance we mentally achieve. It is an athletic experience from an emotional center mm -hmm. that directs light. Mm -hmm. That's why you can be three years old and 90. Your experience with lifetimes of knowing who you are will cause the authority of molecules to follow you because you have that divine intention of doing well for others. It can tell that. It is the consciousness. Many people call it Christ. Many people call it Buddha. Mm -hmm. It is still the same force. So when we don't trust our um, intuition, is, th is this what you suggest to sort of zoom out and yes. to observe? Just totally take in the observation of what you're experiencing. Right. Absolutely. To compassionate disengagement. I am sustained by Aloha. The breath of God is in our presence. <laughs> you know, when you ask the divine to help you, people go with a list. Please help me because that red Lexus 2022 <laughs> is only $50,000 more than I can afford. But if you, if you give me that... <laughs> And healing is absolutely not that. Healing is the emotional evolution of your being. <laughs> so if you ask for the scar to go away really quickly, there is going to be resistance. <laughs> so I give myself the, the acknowledgement that when I'm asking for divine intervention, it's going to lead me into an unknown success. So it's just breath and help. And often when you start, there's a third one. I don't know, you don't know, we don't know. Here we go. The de absolute declaration that you are vulnerable and that's just safe because you're not alone. That is a critical piece in understanding negative consciousness. All negative consciousness must convince you that you are without resource and that you are alone. Right. Yeah. And it's never true. 
there's three parts of you. <laughs> Can you explain just shortly what, why does it say I will my will? Ah. To compassionate disengagement. Why, why is it phrased like this? Because the will is placed in many cultures on the planet in the gut. And so when I make the statement, I will, my will. Right. I'm willing to allow my mental focus to receive that energy to direct aim. I will my will. Right. And in this case, to compassionate disengagement. To be in compassion for the circumstance and engagement, disengagement, so that your, your grace can affect change in the most positive way without your interference. Right. That's why I'm willing my will to the grace of the divine's intention. I don't expect anything I understand, but I will expect a greater expression of the resolution than I can come up with. That's the truth. It's really powerful when you don't have to um, take on accountability, but be mm -hmm. accountable to yourself, what you're seeing. Yeah. It's amazing how people laugh at me, but for often, uh, I will wait for years for the right moment for them to heal. And sometimes it feels like that, that my main job is to entertain someone until they're ready to receive it. It is nice, though, to participate in the other 20%, which is the technical capacity of your skill set applied to the body and allow that to lift them as well. That is truly the life's work of a person who wants to help other people. I learned that because my parents gave me all kinds of cookie eyes um, about being a healer. They let me do it, whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden they got it really, really clear that um, they didn't know me. And you saw them realize that. In front of my two eyes. <laughs> right. One day my mom came home and says, you know what they're talking about down there over there where I work? They tell me, you know, you, you brought her back to life. I said, well, I gave her a choice. But <laughs> I didn't have no mojo jojo. I was just eating popcorn at the time. <laughs> And she looked straight at me and says, ah, you're just really good at bullshitting too. I know you were there. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I told her, you know, my friend wasn't sure she wanted to pass in the moment. So I hung out. And so that's when I realized my mother didn't know me. That part of me, at least. And that was the part that was that place. It wasn't really a personality. It was a place I go to help people. It's filled with compassionate disengagement, being disengaged but holding compassion. Very tricky. 
yes, but critical as a parent or any co-creator where yeah. you have to let go what you're creating so that it can flourish. And that's what I try to do is with this statement, the four declarations is to cause a creation and then a separation so that the healing is owned and permanent with the person's presence. What they do with it is completely from the light of God. And so I will do that again and again, as long as I'm not exhausted. And that's what that statement would make sure that my compassionate disengagement gives me nurture. And I need to do that because I have unforgivable memories from clients who share. And um, I make sure they dissipate before I close the session, completely dissipate. That's right. And that's done with breath. Glorious, blissful, happy breath. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this is an intense hour. <laughs> yeah, really intense. <laughs> it's that day. to all of those who have been listening to all the other episodes as well it's such a joy to see people from different parts of the world tuning in and thank you for everyone who's given us feedback it's really valuable uh, so if you have something on your mind please feel free to reach out and also feel free to head to our website laulimalomi.com and see what's going on there and yeah I hope to see you next time around bye Repeated. Baby, me and you alone. Pencil drawing faces of the